One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey everyone, it's Caroline from G Thanks Just Bought It, reminding you that in between episodes, you can find me on Instagram at G Thanks Just Bought It Pod. You can find products that don't make it onto the episodes and recommendations from listeners like you. So before you start this episode, give it a follow and say hi in the comments. And for a full list of every product we featured on G Thanks, visit slash episodes. See you there. Welcome to another episode of G Thanks Just Bought It, the podcast where we talk about what we just bought and what you might need to buy next. I'm your host, Caroline Moss, and I'm joined by my co-host, Sally Tamarkin. Sally, it's been like a month since we recorded. It's been a while. A while. Um, yeah, we took a, let's call it mental health March. Sure. I love that. Men- self-care March. Dry self-care January. spring. Yeah. Wet February. Wet February. Self-care, Self-care March. March. Mental health March. Yeah. Um, it has been a journey. Thanks for letting me take a little bit of a break. My pleasure. I love breaks. I love rest. I love R&R. I love mental health days. So mm-hmm. I just – I love things being canceled. So you just never hesitate to cancel anything with <sighs> Isn't me. Isn't it fun? I yes, lo- yeah. I love I love making a plan, but what I love more is canceling that plan. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, but I'm happy to be back. Um, so what have you been up to in the last month? The last time we really talked was sort of the hunt for your sweatshirt. Do you want to fill in listeners who might not be, um, in the Facebook group for whatever reason, not judging, but maybe you're not into Facebook. I get that. But what ended up happening after we recorded that episode? Tell us. Uh, something glorious, Caroline. So first <laughs> of all, like you unleashed the sleuths in the mm-hmm. group who you just you you showed them pictures of me in the hoodie we like described it a little bit and then like they just like went off and found a lot of things that like were pretty close but not the exact thing right one amazing hero I should probably have their name pulled up. Sarah I? Parks. I remember. Sarah Park. Um one amazing hero named Sarah Park found the actual hoodie and it is also in the exact size that I needed. Yes. So I am the proud owner of that. I immediately bought it and it was like $9. And then I thought that someone else had found it as well. And I ordered that one and it, it turned out to not be that when it arrived. But again, it was like $5. So I'll, I'll donate it and it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, the triumphant return of my favorite hoodie. And the other thing that was really cool that happened is that someone else in the group was like, oh my God, this is my white whale sweatshirt. I wore <gasps> oh, this. Oh, I didn't. And- I never saw that comment. Yeah. They were like, I wore this until it like disintegrated off my body. And I, and I asked their size so I could keep an eye out. Um, but yeah, I mean, so I'm still, I'm still looking for them, but like the, the sleuths in the group figured out this is like kind of I think the most important part. They figured out what to search for 
uh, to find this sweatshirt. Right. And that's what we were having problems with. And if I'm recalling correctly, because this was like three or four weeks ago at this point, um, a, was it was the triangular situation called the Dorito? Oh, I, I didn't see that. Did you miss I, that? Oh, someone was like, oh, I work in like fashion design and this is, believe it or not, called like a Dorito seam. How, how could I have missed that? That's like the what best did you find? thing. Well, that's the uh, problem the, with the Facebook group and the, and like the fact that like hundreds of comments come in at once is like you could be reading an entirely different sort of subsection of the conversation. Totally. I am. Yeah. So what I found was funnel neck as a way of describing, oh. which um, which I think the thing is with this sweatshirt is that even if even if the way the neck is has a formal name most people don't really know what it is so when they go to sell it they just they're like kind of doing their best and the thing right. that makes it made it come up at least on one site was funnel neck it also brought up a lot of other things that aren't this and are i think a more traditional funnel neck but either mm-hmm. way that was the key and i'll have to use dorito too and see see what that does because I, my search yeah. is not over i want they made this sweatshirt in at least they made it in black, light blue, dark blue, gray, orange. They made it in five colors that okay. I'm aware of. And I'm not going right. to stop until I have all of them. You want to get the them full collection. Did you feel like – so I know a lot of people were like, it could be like a little bit of this. It could be a little bit of that. I know there were like different variations variations on this hoodie. But the one, one of the ones that you end up ordering via Sarah, her find – was the exact right one and have you been wearing it? The exact one. Yeah, I got it. I washed it. I put it on and like didn't take it off for days. We went to- The Bodycon sweatshirt. The Bodycon sweatshirt. We went to, um, we had, we've, we've had a bunch of trips recently and I, the first one we went on, I packed it immediately. It was coming with me everywhere. And when I put it on, Andrea was like, it's back. Like she, <laughs> she like recognized it for it's like how iconic oh it is, which gosh. was fun. Yeah. We so have every get more pictures of you in it because I seriously, I don't think there are enough. Honestly, there aren't enough. I know we need to have more. We need to, mm-hmm. we need to have at, at least fifty. So like I'm an album of you hanging out with this sweatshirt, not necessarily wearing it, but like swinging on the swings with the sweatshirt, having on coffee another with swing, it. yeah, having totally. coffee. Yeah. recording a podcast with the sweatshirt. Definitely. It's going to be happy like, for you. And it, it th- took like one day. Yeah, it was instantaneous. I can't mm-hmm. I can't possibly overstate. We should start like putting cold cases in the Facebook group because Truly. these people will solve them. Yes, I know. It, it, it we need to ramp up the stakes or something. Like I don't know. I feel like it, at the time of this recording the really anticlimactic indictment of Trump happened yesterday. And I'm ready for like the Jesus to like find evidence and well, not like it would be that hard in this case, I guess, but really kind of present the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, to ensure the maximum punishment. Do you know what I think they'd be really awesome at is like, do you know how in like your your law and orders, your CSIs, mm-hmm. you you there's like video of someone committing a crime and you can see like a logo on their shirt or something yes. or like their sneakers and then the whole thing becomes about 
figuring out like what that item of clothing is, where it's sold and who bought that's it. I so feel like that's true. yeah, like that's, that's really the crime the we need mm-hmm. to we need to put the the geezers on. Law and Order really loves a um you know, the track marks that were in the mud by the body could only la- be left by this like one type of shoe that was manufactured here. Like, yeah, they would take, it would be like 12 minutes. That episode would be half the time it would take to do another episode. If we, yeah, the, 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 they'd wrap up the whole community. series because yeah, everything it would be, would be done. solved. They wouldn't even need any more law and order episodes. And that's no. really saying something. Um, that's so funny. That's a really good idea. And I'm sure that there are, how can we find cold cases that are specific to clothing? We need to figure out how to search like, um, a database of crime. That's like the first step. That's the first mystery that needs to be solved. But I feel like, I feel like once we have that, we're unstoppable. Exactly. Um, so I have been, so I took a little bit of a month off, obviously in a, in a, little bit of a self-care sort of time of my life mm-hmm. um, and did so much shopping nice. Um, in a way that suggests I have never <laughs> have never understood what I know to be true, which is that like buying something doesn't change anything, mm-hmm. but it does give you a little bit of a dopamine rush. Sure. Um, for the time being. And what I have decided that I'm really into right now, Sally, I have to tell you, is I've been looking at <laughs> vintage Mac matchbooks on like Etsy. Oh, I love that. There are people who collect them and then sell them in like lots of like okay. 5, 10, 15, 20. And I found at a thrift store recently um, a crystal trifle um like platter do you know you know like a, yeah it's like a bowl on a stand yeah it's like it's like if if a martini glass was huge yeah exactly if, if, right exactly and I found one of those at a thrift store and it's really pretty and I decided I am going to buy a bunch of I'm gonna like pour over every single person on Etsy who is selling um vintage matchbooks I'm gonna find the lots that I like the most and I'm going to fill this trifle dish with vintage matchbooks. And that took all of like a day, but it really was a really fun activity for me. And so I have now been just leaning into like setting up sort of my own sleuthing hunts to occupy my mind at a time. So right now I'm really into depression glass. Do you know what depression glass is? I don't. Um, It's just like colorful glass, um, probably because it was popular during the the period of the depression. I wish I had actually Googled it before. Um, I had, let me send you like a, you'll know it when you see it. It was glassware made between uh, the, the end of the 20s, the end of the 30s. But it's like usually like green uh oh, and it's I know like what you're a talking transparent about. Yeah, or like yeah, pink yeah. um and orange and they have them at like it's something that you can easily find at thrift stores but it's not so uh ubiquitous that like it's not doesn't take the fun out of finding something totally totally so, there's like a little bit of a hunt a little bit of a hunt and then i've been finding these little depression glass bud vases for little mm. flowers and I bought a few of those and honestly like 
I know, you know, I know it's not going to solve the world's problems and it's not going to solve my problems. It would actually sooner solve the world's problems before it solved my own. Fair. But I'm, I actually enjoyed the process. And so I was excited to tell you about my new matchbook collection sitting in the trifle dish. Um, that, no, I, I love that. That sounds awesome. I, it's nice to do like a little, to have a little project to be like, yeah. Because, you know, just shopping is also fun, but to be like, okay, I have a little project. I'm looking for a certain thing. It's so yep. I can make this little like vignette or whatever. I love that. I think that sounds yeah. great. Yeah. I am, you know, if I can throw money at the problem, great. If sure. I can shop away the sads, also great. Does mm-hmm. it only last, you know, but a moment? Yes. Yeah. Am I grateful for that moment? Also, yes. Um, and, but maybe you'll, you know, you'll look at your trifle dish of vintage matches in like a year and think, this is what I was doing to like occupy my mind in it when I was like, I needed a, a little something and it'll like make you feel the way. So I don't know. I think it's like, that's true. You know, it's like nice to have these, um, these, these little things. Yeah. It will take on its own sort of sentimental meaning beyond yeah. what it means in its like historic context of I don't know depression glass trifle dishes it's also um, like I think it's kind of like sometimes like because it's so easy to buy stuff that you just end up throwing away because like things are cheaply made and right or like you get something on a whim and then you realize you don't really want it and you just right. kind of can't help but think it it's going to end up in a landfill but it doesn't that's not really what you were doing like you were do- you were like engaging in like a thoughtful thing around like decor. And mm-hmm. I think that that's a different thing. I, I like that. I love that. I was, yeah, I'm in, I'm very into a thrifting moment. So never, every time now I pass a thrift store, I'm like, I have to go in and see if they have any depression glass. Nice. Um, which is, you know, it's like, fun. it's like it occupies the mind for a moment. Absolutely. Um, I feel like, I don't know how your Q1 shaped up, but I feel like I, I maybe in, because I keep saying out loud, like, the beginning of this year really kicked my ass that more people are saying to me like, Oh, me too. But like, has this like first quarter of the year kind of like sucked for everyone? Like, I feel like everyone is just like going through it. I don't know if it's just, you know, the doldrums of winter again. And LA had a particularly rainy winter, which is really unusual um, for our parts. But I feel like everyone is like having a hard time getting it up for the day, every day. And I'm wondering how you're feeling, how you're doing. Oh, you just cut out and I'm not sure why. I muted myself because there's so much thumping and I was trying to not get it picked up. Sally has um, thumping workers on their roof right now. And we were like, oh, should we still record? And then we were like, this is the first day in like weeks that I've anyway, you know, woken up and been like, let's do it. Let's do it. So don't mind the thumping and yeah. instead celebrate the fact that I'm here. You know, that's what Make it's about. It, turn it back around on me. But yeah, so Sally, how are you doing? What's what's the what's your Q1 been like? My Q1, I like that question because rarely do I am I asked how like I'm doing in a particular like fiscal quarter. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I'm like things have been okay. I think that like January through March is like kind of the twilight zone of months of the year. It's it just like, especially the Monday of the year. It some is. Might say. Yeah. Especially if you're like, it's even, you know what it is though? I don't even think it's the Monday. I feel like it's the Wednesday where you're just like, 
it Ugh. just feels endless. Like, can I just get to the other side when right. it's going to be better? Especially you're if like, you're, I've been here for a really long time and I'm still so far away from yeah, the break. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah, exactly. It's the Wednesday of the year. It's the Wednesday of the year. And I think especially if you're in a place where the climate, like for example, in the Northeast where you really want winter to be over. So it's like a little warmer and a little sunnier. It's just like, it, I, I just, I feel like it's a, it's a, it's a depressing time of year. Um, mm-hmm. But for me personally, like I, I, things have been, have my my Q one has been relatively okay. But okay, I well, th- don't brag. Don't brag. Uh, sorry, sorry, you're right. I'm so <laughs> I need to be a little bit more, um, a little bit more modest. Well, I'm glad someone's having a good one. Yeah, it's you been did okay. do a lot of trips. Did did you <sighs> were these driving trips? Yeah, we we drove. We we took some driving trips. We actually have one more. We we went to Boston. We went to South Carolina, and we're going to New Haven for Passover next week. So it's nice. like it's a lot of and like I we love a road trip. We're having fun, but I'm I also am longing for a little bit of time just like in my home. It's like it's like enough already with like yeah. the getting in the car and um, leaving Miles and Manny, who sort of like decompensate and lose their shit every time we leave. And now we're like leaving and going, leaving and then coming back so much that they're all like, they're all messed up from it. They have cat sitters, right? Yeah, they do. No, what if, what if like we just left (laughs) and was like, Miles, you babysit Manny because Manny's the younger one. You're in charge, buddy. Right. Um, We're going to just leave this big heaping bowl of food. Yeah. Modulate yourselves. Yeah. Um, Have you been using any of your car purchases for these trips. Yeah, we definitely have we, the cup holders, the trash can, but you know what I forgot to do is like we have now twice been caught in just torrential downpours, the kind where you just really can't see in front of yourself and it's like unpleasant and scary and both times I it happened once and I was like I have to reapply the Rainax. I forgot yeah, I was gonna we say, got caught in a different the, the thing about Rainax is that it really is only effective if you apply it to your windshield. Um, I hate that. It's like you can buy it all you want. If you don't actually use it, nothing's going to happen. And that's rude to me. It's rude. Because I'm so good at the buying. Exactly. I'm so good at the buying. I'm not good at the applying. Wake me up when you figure out how to make this do its thing without me having to apply it. So yeah, so that was annoying and frustrating, but the cup holders are great. The trash can is great. You know, I got, we got our car snacks. We got the emergency thing in the back, like incredible. Yeah. I think I forgot to tell you, I, I went up to uh, I was visiting a friend in Albany and there was like a big snowstorm and I was trying to make the decision like, do I leave now and try to like outrun the storm or do I stay here until it's over? And I really, mm. really, really didn't want to stay till it was over. So I was like, I think I can sort of outrun the storm. <laughs> I couldn't. I was like in the storm, but it, it ended when up When was being, this? This was like in – it was a uh, – Feb. February or January. Mm-hmm. It was like it was a couple months ago. Okay. And I ended up driving uh in 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 the storm. And there was like a little while where I was like, oh man, I think I should maybe like pull over. But I knew that the weather was like I knew that I was going in the opposite direction of the storm. So it was like if I'm if I just like stick with it, I'll pass through it. I say all this to say, I was like, I could get stranded in the snow and what would I do? But I had my emergency kit. So it had those like Mylar blankets. It had yep. snacks. It had like road flares. So I feel like 
I really just it would have been like a little camping trip. Yeah, you would have been fine because you've been prepared. Totally. I know it almost sort of being that prepared makes you sort of want to just drive into the eye of danger. Totally. Just to see that you could do it. Become a storm chaser. Just become a storm chaser. Exactly. I welcome spring with open arms. And I have to tell you, spring, least favorite season. So it is kind of incredible that I'm looking forward to it. I love winter. Not this winter, but I love winter. In general. Well, you love a Christmas vibe, right? Love a Christmas vibe. Of course. And also, you know, some... Haters will say in it, it the, there's only four days of winter that is actually the Christmas vibe because it's not winter until December 21st. And haters do say that to me often. They do, yeah. Yeah, they leave anonymous notes in my mailbox. Um, I love a Christmas vibe. I love like an, like that week between Christmas and New Year's. I've grown to love it. Um, that does leave a very long, essentially three months of non-Christmassy winter, but. I don't hate it. I've really tried to rethink, re-sort of brand winter in my head as like, you know, if we're part of nature, if humans are part of nature, everything in the winter goes into hibernation. Everything Hmm. in the winter takes a break before it can come back full force. And so this winter especially, I was like, I have to do that. I have to like take a break. I mean, it is like a very calming thought for like five seconds and then you right. go back to panicking. But then, but then um, you shop and that calms right. you down and then you go back to Right, and just like most things in then, nature, you go to yeah, the thrift store. You can go shopping. Um, um, you go shopping. But I'm looking forward to spring. I'm looking – I spring in the Northeast bothers me so much. I've always said this and I don't know if there's – it's some sort of sensory thing for me of like that first 60-degree day where everyone's like in – like a t-shirt but then there's still no leaves on the trees it like really bothers me like it's just the juxtaposition has always really just driven me batty in LA of course there's leaves on the tree trees at all times but I being in the in New York for the last three weeks I went home and spent time with my family and driving around and being like really aware poetically uh even (laughs) of just like the sprouting Mm. tulips and the daffodils and like things the but like the buds on the trees i was like oh my gosh like this is really you know the season of hope the season Mm -hmm. of rebirth and i was like i must be in a really dark place to be to be absolutely um uh so seriously being like oh my gosh the tulips when you when you're appreciating the natural world that's how you know things have gotten really bad it it really is so specifically me doing that it is so bad I mean like that is when you know that you've been in a dark place totally I'm happy about spring and I was wondering if you engage in any sort of spring cleaning ritual um I do more of like a winter cleaning ritual usually but uh you know, the spring cleaning is called that for a reason. Are you mm-hmm. are you engaging in any sort of pro- home projects or outdoor projects? Well, let me take this opportunity to shoehorn in a mention of the fact that my birthday is in two days That's as right. we're recording this. Yeah. Um, and I, I say that to say one of spring's redeeming qualities for me is that my birthday is in it. But I will say, I just want to quickly just like weigh in on spring, just like mm-hmm. as a concept. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, it, it is a, a real mix of despair and hope because for me because it can be really gray and frigid, but it can also be really sunny and warm. And you have the 
the flowers showing up and doing their thing, but then also maybe getting killed by like an errant spring snowstorm. Yeah, so, by like a, a random frost. Yeah. So like I have to say that like um, I I don't dislike spring, I think as much as you do maybe, but I do <laughs> no feel like – I do feel like it isn't putting its best foot forward as a season and it could be a little bit – I think it should lean more into uh, how it's ushering in winter and mm. less into how it's the tail – sorry, how it's ushering in summer and how it's less about how it's the tail end of winter. Like lean into the summer thing more spring. Oh, you know? interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like overpower the winter. Yeah, in a way, because you're right, it comes out so strong, and then there's like one forty-five degree, and it can't hang. It you can't know, hang. it's like this is can't your hang. time. March twentieth has come and gone. Yeah, yeah. You know, I just, you, winter can't have you anymore. You got it. I know. They, yeah, it's like grow up. I know. Grow up. Grow up. Be more pre-summer than post-winter is how I feel about mm. it. As far as doing spring cleaning, I don't really. But usually, what happens is that like someone will like tweet about how they're like doing – they're like cleaning out their closet or someone will text like a friend will be like, oh, I just did some spring clean. And then I'll be like, oh, man, I should do that. Oh, you're um, easily influenced. I'm easily influenced sure. um, because like you said, it's called spring cleaning for a reason. So I'm sure that right. I'll like – I actually recently went through my closet and um, donated a lot of stuff. But, you know, maybe I'll do that again. It's also a good time for some big cleaning projects that I'm always avoiding. So, yeah, I think I think I could get into that. Okay. Cleaning. Yeah. What's a big clean? What what kind of project have you been avoiding? Just just to know. So, two things. One, I think they're called baseboards. Yeah, they, yes, yes, they are. And they just get really, really, really kind of dusty and crusty. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. So that. And then the wow. other thing is, um, our cabinets in our kitchen are, I think, because of like when we cook stuff. And the air gets like – they get like kind of a, a light film on them. And then the cat – they get cat fur on them. I mean, I, I'm describing something that sounds horrific. It's not – it's, it's – <laughs> No, can, I know what you mean. You can only really see it when it's like super sunny out. But like lately, we've had a couple of sunny afternoons and I've noticed that there's like a lot of like dust and fur sticking to the cabinets. And I, I need to get down there with magic cabinet and just like do some wiping. What is Magic Cabinet? Oh my god, Magic Cabinet is like my favorite cleaning project product in part Wait, because what? it's called Magic Cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really I'm looking googling right now Magic Cabinet, okay? Yeah. So Tell me more. I think it's called Magic Cabinet, right? Yeah. Magic Wait. Cabinet and Wood. Yeah, Magic Cabinet and Wood. Well, it's called Magic and then it's Cabinet and oh. Wood. <laughs> Whoops. I've been I calling like it Magic Cabinet like a magic this whole cabinet. time. Okay. That's okay. so funny. I love so are your um cupboards like wooden, I guess? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. So 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 the cupboards we use Magic Cabinet for. This makes a lot of sense because I no you have to keep calling it that. I'm there's also a Magic Cabinet for stainless steel that I use sure. for like our appliances and now I, I I've been calling it Magic Cabinet but for stainless steel. Now it makes more sense. It's just called Magic. Amazing. But yeah, um I really love these products because they do exactly what they're supposed to do and they don't smell really bad and chemically. Um, mm. And they, they come out as a kind of a foamy spray, which just makes it – there's not a lot of dripping and streaking. They're just like oh, very okay. easy to to like clean with. So highly recommend Magic Cabinet for both um, wood 
and they make a stainless steel one. So if you have like, if you have like wooden cupboards, if you have like a wood table, wooden desk, like whatever, you can use magic cabinet on anything wood. Magic cabinet. Okay. I will look into this. Baseboards are a big thing. I feel like growing up, it was, that was a big thing in my parents' house. My mom, actually, I talked to her on the phone today right before we recorded, and she even name-dropped her own baseboards. No so way. It, it's a thing. She's like, I cleaned the baseboards. There was a meme a few years ago, and it was like moms. It was like everyone going to someone else's house for Thanksgiving. Like, oh, the food smells amazing. Oh, like those flowers are beautiful and like what moms think is happening. And it's like your baseboards are disgusting. Cause I remember before holidays, yeah. it was like, that was the thing we all had to do was like, each of us were like, you know, ta- we, I don't feel like anyone trusted us to clean the baseboards. Cause it's like, we're not going to do it right the first time or whatever, but it was an oft talked about task. Yeah. I, I don't, I think this is the first place I've ever lived like as an adult with baseboards. So this is the first time I've ever (laughs) had to like clean them. And it's just like, I guess that it's like a decor. I guess that it's kind of an aesthetic flourish to have them. But part of me is like, why do I have this? This thing just exists for me to clean. Clean. Like it gets dirty and then I clean it. What are are we doing here? Well, I feel that way about most things, you know? And and it's like, you you said it, but it's right on the money. The thing maybe I don't like about spring is that when it is sunnier for more of the day, when the sun stays shining through my window for more of the day, I'm like, you know, in the winter, I can't actually see all the dust on this right, particular right. thing. And in the spring, it's like an unavoidable, yeah, the sticky, the stickiness. It's of, rough. It's even rough things what that the just sun look shows you. clean when the lights are off. The sun says not so fast. It does. And it's like, I'll, I'll like vacuum and mop the kitchen floor and then the sun comes out and it shows me how filthy it actually is. And I'm just right. like, we need to either never clean this floor again or never right. walk on it again. Like right. one of the two. Because One of the two. Because this stuck is not sustainable. In, no. I'm stuck in the an loop. endless cycle of suffering. Yeah. And honestly, it's like, don't call it spring cleaning. Just call it cleaning. Because that's all I feel like I'm doing. I'm not cleaning just in the spring. I'm cleaning all the time. Um, yeah, I, don't, I like a cleaning project. I'm excited to know about Magic Cabinet. I love that you call it Magic Cabinet. <laughs> What's really funny is that <laughs> so funny. I recommended this on Oh, I Like That. I spent like a whole episode talking with Rachel about Magic Cabinet, and at no point did either of us discover that that's in fact not what it was called. But so yeah, Ma- she also thought it was called Magic Cabinet. I mean, yeah, I guess I mean, it is called Magic Cabinet. She, I've just never looked at it that way, I guess. No, she she like rolled with it. I don't think it's called Magic Cabinet. I think it's demo- it's like proven by the fact that if you do like the stainless steel one, then it's Magic Stainless Steel, you know? Yeah, Magic is the brand name and then it tells you what it's for. But like technically it's it, like, oh, I'm, you know, oh, I'm using Murphy's, you know, oil soap is the same way that you would say I'm using magic cabinet. It's, right. The brand is magic. It's right. for your cabinet. But say, and, and looking at the thing, the can of magic cabinet, I'm not seeing magic cabinet, but saying magic cabinet, it just changes everything. <laughs> it changes me. everything. It makes it a really magic fun cabinet. product. It is, it Wait, is called that. Is your birthday the second or the third of April? The second. Okay. I need to know this. So, okay. So what are your birthday plans? 
So the thing is, I really love my birthday, but I always have kind of a hard time figuring out exactly how I want to spend it. Do I want to do something just with Andrea? Do I want to hang out with friends? And then by the time I kind of make a decision and like reach out to people, it's sort of too late and people have plans. So it's always a little bit of a it's – a, it's a bit of a harrowing process every year. It used to be when we were in New York, it was very easy to be like – oh, let, let's go out to dinner. Let's do a right. thing together. It, right. But it's a little bit harder in Philly. So I have a really hard time figuring out what to do. However, I did finally make a plan last night. So me and Andrea and my friend Jen, Jen's coming in from um, – she lives in New Jersey a couple hours away. So she's making the trip, which oh, rules. Oh, nice. Yeah. And we're going to go to an escape room uh, in Old City. Okay. Which I've, which I've never done before and I'm really psyched because I'm a dork and I like games and shit. You do so, love games and shit. Yeah. So you can choose all of these ones where it's like this, this scare, it's the scare, you like you have to chase a serial killer and I was like, that's a hard pass. And then there was one that was like lust and lace, adults escape room and I was like, no to that. Well, okay. Um, <laughs> but then there was another one that's like, it's the dystopian future. A computer is in charge of everything. Go. And I was like, that's the yeah, one. That's the one. Yeah. So we're going to do that. Andrea is going to make me this coffee cake that she makes that I really like. So I'm psyched about that. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. And we'll just like, oh, I'm going to play video games with my friend Kenny. So I have a, a bunch of like little things um, picked out. And then otherwise just try to make it go on as long as possible because on <laughs> April 3rd, every year I wake up and I'm like, I'm just a regular schmuck again. And I and <laughs> my birthday isn't for 364 days. This sucks. Wow. That's so – okay. I've always wondered what it's like to have a birthday that is not on top of a holiday because yeah. I'm on top of Thanksgiving. So it's always like yeah. involved in – and, and I love that because I get to see my family mm -hmm. and I get to see, you know, friends from home and it's always actually been nice and it feels very festive. And it also means that like similarly I get to pick what we want to do and usually it's like holiday related. Um, Lottie, what are you doing? She's she's like poking around like something's about to happen soon. Um, but I love the idea – of, oh, hold on one second. What's going on, Lottie? Hold on a minute. We have a whiner in the house. So just to narrate what's going on for people listening, uh, Carol – oh, I think Caroline can still hear me. She's wearing headphones. I can, I can hear you. She can hear me. Okay, amazing. So Caroline just got up and is investigating the source of a sound, I believe. Uh, she left the house. I – Maybe she's – is she coming back? We'll find out. Stay tuned. Okay, she's coming back. I'm getting a thumbs up. Uh, what else can I tell you? Um, uh, I'm, I'm seeing very tasteful decor. We have a pooping dog. We have a pooping dog. I've been up to – I'm hearing reports. I'm getting I'm – I'm live in the field and I'm getting reports that we have a pooping dog. I assume that it's Lottie, but – Maybe not. Maybe it's another dog. Who knows? Who can say? Uh, what else can I tell you? Right now, it's Lottie. It could be another dog, too. Right now. Okay. It's Lottie right now. Uh, I I, uh, I wonder how, how this is going to be for listeners. I wonder if they can hear Caroline. <laughs> um, Caroline's coming back in. She's closing the door behind her. She has a pack, uh, a container that she's opening. 
Uh, she has really nice, um, really like cute green headphones on, which I'm really into. Kind of a like a how would you describe that green? It was like a mint, maybe. More like an olive. It's an olive, so I was really far off, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> Okay, Caroline just took some food out of a container and put it on the floor. I'm assuming it's for Lottie, but maybe there is a bowl on the floor. It doesn't okay, go right. Okay, because I couldn't the see the yeah. bowl, so I thought maybe you were just like putting food down there. Lottie's been in a. Uh, I've been supplementing, you know, and you know, as a cat parent, mm-hmm. when you don't have human children, the budget for what you will do for your pets is wide open spaces. And right now I've been supplementing Lottie's meals with ground turkey and peas because she is a brat. And this is this is the human kind food. of catering to one's pets <laughs> that I can get behind. This is she like, heard this the is word how- Thanksgiving and got all excited and had to go outside and poop. Um, oh, yeah. Well, that I mean, that happens to all of us. Really gets your your insides going. But I think it's cool that you have a birthday Sally, that is just its own stand standalone celebratory event. Yeah, it's its own thing. My only complaint about my birthday is that you can't really – it's hard to predict what the weather is going to be. I feel like when mm. you have a birthday in the winter or the summer, you're like, I know what, what our options are for what we're going to do. But my sometimes it's like, you know, frigid. You know, like we were talking about right. spring. Sometimes it feels more like post-winter than pre-summer. You had a cold birthday last year, if I'm remembering correctly. I, th- um, I feel like you were going to do something outside and it ended up being too cold. That was, that was I think, two years ago, you're remembering. Wow. And it Life. was like, yeah, it was like we had all these grand plans because it was still like a time in the pandemic when – I think it was actually like right before vaccines were like widely available. Right. It was in between everyone's like first and second Yeah. Shots. Yeah. So yes. it, there, it just like there wasn't like a lot to do. So we were like, oh, we'll, we'll – we'll, spend the day doing this outside stuff. And it was just like frigid and windy. And we were like, absolutely not. Fuck this. Too much. Yeah. Way too much. So, but this what year- What was we'll- your favorite? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, so this year we'll do the escape room and I think it'll be great. That is going to be really fun. I can't wait for you to report back. Yeah. Or it'll be like terrible and that'll be fun to, uh, to talk about. <laughs> sure. It'll be great either way. Even exactly. if it's bad, it'll be great. Um, and I will make sure I'll I will we'll do a, a Sally appreciation thread in the Facebook group, uh, just shucks. so everyone knows. Because is there nothing better? And that time has really kind of passed us, where you would like log into Facebook and see everyone leaving you messages. Now it's it's not really like that anymore. But yeah. I feel like we could kind of recreate that moment in the Facebook group. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Did you have a favorite birthday party growing up as a kid, like where you got to go to like one of those, I don't know, like roller skating places or like laser tag places or I don't know, like what was like your the most your most like memorable epic birthday? Well, let me tell you that because of when my birthday is, it sometimes 
falls on Passover. And so I had a lot mm. of birthdays as a kid where we had to have kosher for Passover birthday cake, which Sure, right. Sucked. Your matzah cake. Your it's matzah like worst cupcakes. birthday party ever. That does but sort of hinder the fun a It's little. a buzzkill when you're a kid. A little bit. Yeah. But my favorite birthday party was when – I I guess I was probably like – 11 or 12, my brother okay. Nick made like a murder mystery for my friends and I. Uh-huh. And it was like nowadays, you know, you can go – you can do like participatory like murder mystery Nowadays you can hire Nick to do a murder nowadays mystery. Nowadays you can hire Nick. He's a professional <laughs> right. murder mystery planner. But, it, but in those days, it wasn't as common, but he did this whole thing and everyone got a role like of of like who they were oh, and what they had to like do and stuff like that. And that was just so cool. Um that is cool. What a cool brother. Yeah, he was he well, he's still with us. He's an awesome brother. Um yeah. and I uh that was really, really, really fun. The the other one I was remembering recently is like someone posted in the Facebook group about how to celebrate their 30th. Mm-hmm. Did you see yeah. that? Yep, I did. It brought me back to my 30th birthday party where I was I, I could tell I was like coming down with a cold, like my throat started to get scratchy. But this was back in the days of like you didn't cancel plans if you were sick. You just were like, hey, yeah, I have you were a like, cold. oh, I'm sick. Don't come near me. Right. So I decided, I was like, I'm not missing like going out for my 30th birthday. Like, I'm just gonna, I remember saying, I'm just gonna ride till the wheels fall off. And the <laughs> wheels fell off so <laughs> profound profoundly hard because we went out to dinner, we went out for drinks, we went out drinking. Like it was one of those like get carried into bed by a friend nights. And when you do that in in uh at the same time as you're coming down with something, I woke up the next day and was like, I think I think I'm dying. Like I'm I'm dying of the common cold because what I was an easy so- way to fast track illness. To uh, like a hundred like right. over drink while being like under the weather. Totally. It's like I don't it's like let me just fast forward to through the part where it's like I spend a couple days coming down with something. You just sure. go from zero to like the sickest you've ever been in your life. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that was a memorable birthday. But you're still young and you think you can handle it. And 30 yeah. will teach you you can't. I mean, that's the first year of not being able to handle anything. Yeah, totally. Do you, do you have any any memorable birthday? Well, my thirtieth birthday was definitely on a Monday, and I remember I had it at a bar um, in Cobble Hill. So it was like two blocks from my house, and Dan and I like threw this party at this bar that was like totally empty because it was a Monday. And I was like, it starts at six thirty. Like, come right after work. Don't wear your going out outfit. And and then in the invitation, I said, I'm leaving at nine. That's so amazing. like come whenever you want, but like I, if you come at nine 30, I'm not going to be there. So yeah. act accordingly. When I was five, we did a birthday party. I did a birthday party at a place called discovery zone. Oh yeah. Now- I remember that place. Do you remember yeah. discovery zone? Was that like a thing? Oh, right. Because you know what? The one that I went to was in Connecticut. So even if it was a Connecticut heavy thing, wait, no, you didn't grow up in Connecticut. Yeah. Yeah. Andrea I did, did. I did. You did. No, no, I did. I grew up in New Haven. Andrea oh, grew up outside grow up of Boston. In- Okay, yeah. right, right, right. Okay, you're the New Haven. I always forget which one of you. You know what it is? It's because Andrea's last name is my mom's maiden name. And my grandfather also grew up in New Haven. So for a while, I was like, there's a possibility we are, are related. Are you and Andrea related? We could be. That could be my next activity. 
Honestly, three in May. Have you done I that should, before? I have. And it was like your 50% Irish and 50% Eastern European Jew. And I was like, I want a hundred percent of my money back because I knew that already. I know. Like, there was like no, there was like nothing interesting. <laughs> if you're if you're an Ashkenazi Jew, 23 yeah. and me is just like, I don't know what to tell you. You're Jewish. It's a great way to That's burn it. $79. It totally, it totally is. <laughs> and um, if you're hundred percent Irish, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's like, that's it. You're Irish. And it's like, okay, well, I'm both. But Discovery Zone in Danbury, Connecticut was where I had this birthday party. Oh, so nice. Okay. If it, even if it was a, just a Connecticut thing, you would know. Now I can only see places like that as like, oh my God, like a Petri dish of illness. Oh, 100%. 100%. And just wiping, like licking your hands and then, you know, touch it. But as a child, this, it couldn't have been cooler, like a, a foam block pit and um, just so cool. And I loved it. And I just, that was the best party ever. And I think I was either five or six. So, you know, as is a 90s child, we invited all the, it, when I was five, I think we invited everybody in the class, boys right. and girls. And then of course, by the time you're six, it's like just girls. Yeah. Because well, that. Not for me, the, but yes, I know that that's a typical thing. But that's cool that that wasn't. Like, I don't think anyone, like, forced it on me, but it was definitely, like, suggested. You know what yeah, I mean? Well, like, it, it, Yeah, because you get to that age in school where they start sex segregating everything for some reason. And it's just, like, why? Not, I, I, I actually ran into this, – this was, like, probably 10 years ago, but I was working at a coffee shop, and an old teacher of mine came into the coffee shop, and I was like, oh, my God, Dot, like, it's me, Sally. <laughs> and Dot was like, oh, yeah, you, you're the one who – played with the boys at soccer at recess. You played soccer with the boys at recess. And I was like, yep. And it was just like (laughs) such a reminder that if you – you know what I mean? That like everything is so sex segregated that if you do something not with the quote unquote other girls, like everyone remembers you for life. That's like the defining thing. That is so funny and actually very true. And I also just – I think teachers are different now. I think it's just a different time. I think that like depending on where you are, I just don't think that's – that much of a thing anymore but I do remember like um that being a, a really big thing between you know between being five and between being eight yeah it's only three years but all of a sudden it's like I lived in between I lived in a neighborhood that had like there were like six kids in my grade living in this neighborhood and there were like three girls and no I guess it was five of us three girls two boys and we hung out all the time. And then all of a sudden, one year, it was like, we're not doing We cannot. We will not be hanging out with them. Totally. And we could not be hanging out with them. You know, um, I, I played on a co-ed soccer team for like my whole childhood. And there was always like one or two girls. And then when I got to like sixth or seventh grade, even those like one or two girls were gone. It was just like me and all the boys. Like You, st- you were steadfast. I was. I wasn't fucking around. I was like, no. I, I love soccer. I'm bad at it, but I love it. I'm not going to wow. stop playing. I oh actually, God, I was bad at it, and so therefore I didn't love it. That you were you not a competitive child? No, I wasn't. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm not a competitive adult either. Also, I had, I made like, re- I some of my best friends like in life still are from that soccer team. So I was just like, I wanted to like hang out with my friends. We were sure. so bad. We were like the bad news bears. It wasn't. It was about just like getting out there and like being goofy, not like being it was good sort of at like, a sport. Didn't matter if you won or won or lost. It was about sort of like just having fun. And it was just about having fun. And everyone was Well, if you told me, I'd be like, actually, that's bullshit. And it is about winning and losing. And I lost <laughs> and I'm going to cry. Oh, my God. <laughs> Rue the day someone put me in as goalie and I let a goal through. I cried for like days. 
That's like such a, that's so hard as a kid because it's totally not just the goalie's fault because it has to get through so many people to get to right. the goalie, but it does feel like you're the one who let it happen. I don't yeah. think I could like me- mentally withstand that. I still technically think I was, but I also was like not willing to dive for a ball. I was not willing to like get dirty. So like, yeah, if the ball came at me, I would do my best to stop it. But if I was standing, you know, on the left side of the goal and the, and the ball shot, right. I was like, there's truly nothing I could do here. See, and you know, it's not, it's, you know, it's not the world's cup. The ball's moving really slowly really slow. and I still would not <laughs> try to do, I, I didn't want to get dirty. Yeah, I mean, so I think it's it's possible that you maybe weren't a good fit for goalie, but I don't think that should be held <laughs> against you. You know, and I agree, but still, when I go home and I walk down the street, I hear people whispering, do you remember? She's in the 19, one. <laughs> 1993, there was a really fucked up soccer game. Yeah, she's her. the one. Well, I'm excited for you, and I'm excited that you enjoy your birthday so much. I think there's really something nice about I really am always confused by adults who are like, oh, I don't really care about my birthday. I'm like, you got to care about your birthday. I have to say that like when people say they don't care about their birthday, I suspect that they really care and they're trying to see how much you care. That like they haven't had someone in their life make their birthday feel really special, Mm. which I feel like is kind of the same line of thinking as like when you tell someone that you're gay and they're like, you just haven't met the right man yet. It's like very presumptuous and like unfair. Well, I, but I still say that to you, Sally. You do say that to me all the time. Um, <laughs> but I value your insight a lot. So I, I, I'm okay with it because you could be right. But, right. Because you know I'm right. I know you're right. No, you're, that's so true. Or like, I mean, look, if you don't care about your birthday, you don't care about your birthday. But I deep down really hope that people who say they don't care about their birthday aren't really secretly hoping for something really special to happen. Well, but but here's the thing. I think some of them like totally aren't. I think that they totally don't care about their birthday or feel neutral about it. But yeah. I think that they would if they had a really good birthday. And I'm not talking about pe- – there are people who have like – trauma around their birthdays and stuff. Sure. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about people who are, are like – I don't I don't hate my birthday. I don't mind people knowing it's my birthday. I just don't really care if like anyone right. does anything for my birthday. Sure. I feel like yeah. if those people had a really awesome birthday experience, they the <laughs> next year they wouldn't be like I don't care about my birthday. They would be like, like I want to repeat what happened last year. I want year. that. Yeah, totally. Okay. Okay, well then I'm we're going to leave this episode with a call to action, which will be like, we'll start a birthday thread in the group. And I want to know how many people are birthday people, how many people aren't. Great. And maybe we can turn people into the other side. Like, let's make people birthday people. Yeah. Let's let's, let's do like, some conversion therapy. Let's do conversion therapy. <laughs> I wish let's do that some conversion birthday therapy. If I was like independently wealthy and I needed something to like spend my money on, yeah. I would like start a business giving people like a really good birthday experiences. And it, it doesn't oh have God. to be like lavish. It doesn't have no, to be it doesn't. like you you're going to go you know you're going to go zip line through like the Amazon and then you're going to like right. ride an elephant. It doesn't have to be that. It can just be like you just like have a really cute thing that's focused yeah. just on you. I I just like letting people say and what I usually not demand on my birthday. Um but what usually happens on my birthday is Dan will just be like, you know, he'll make me the food that like 
it's like I get anything I it's like it's like what I say goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we have limited complaining from anyone else. But usually Dan will like ask me what meal I want and then I will pick my meal and Dan will cook it because Dan's a good cook. And like that's always really nice. Like not having to worry. I don't know. It always feels very celebratory. Yeah. Or even like picking the show or like where do you want to go or what do you want to do? Um, Everyone like has that to kind do of everything you want and nothing you right. don't I'm want. I'm the birthday princess and what I say goes and it's exactly. a day of me. Um, a lot of times too is my birthday would be the day that we would get our Christmas tree because Dan being Jewish oh, yeah. wasn't always – super hype to go get a Christmas tree. But if it was my mm-hmm. birthday, I would be like, we're getting the Christmas tree. Oh, yeah. That's a good call. That's a really good way of getting around that. Exactly. It's actually kind of the only way of getting around mm-hmm. that. So mm-hmm. I'd love to hear from you about your birthday. Um, your birthday wishes. We'll make a thread for Sally. We'll make a, a, a thread for birthday people. I want to hear about Magic <laughs> Cabinet, if Magic anyone has cabinet. any experience with Magic Cabinet. But I'm glad we're back. This feels nice. This, me too. I, I missed you. I missed you too. It was it was the right amount of time for me to take a little bit of a break. And there were some false alarms where I was like, I'm ready to record. And then I'd wake up the next day and be like, Sally, the vibes are not good. I cannot do it. Um, but I do feel like I'm back. So this is good. It's we're, you know, we hibernated in the winter and sure. now we're we are those little tulips. Just sprouting for spring, hoping the frost won't come and kill us. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Oh, I, I firmly believe that podcasting is a vibes-based enterprise. And so if it the vibes really don't feel is. right, you just don't record. You just keep if it you moving d- and do it next if, time. Exactly. If you, if you try to record when the vibes are off, joke's on you. Joke is on you because you're not going to get a good episode out of that. Truer words have never been spoken. I know. And that's that says a lot because all I do is speak true words. That's so true. All, <laughs> exactly. Oh, sorry. Exactly. I didn't, yeah. Well, that, well I it, guess I just proved my own point. It, you Exactly. Exactly. Um, Sally, I'm pumped to be back. I'll see you next week for another episode. I look forward to celebrating your birthday um, and hearing about the dystopian um, escape room that you will be partaking in. I can't wait to tell um, you about it. I've never done an escape room, so I'm looking forward to hearing about it. And uh, we'll see all of y'all next week for another episode. And I can actually say that with confidence that next week will be a new episode. So guess what, baby? We're back. We're back. Thanks for listening. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. When you're done. When you're done. I was just going to say thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I I (laughs) second that emotion. (laughs) Amazing. You just listened to another episode of G Thanks Just Bought It, edited and mixed by Veronica Gruba and produced and hosted by me, Caroline Moss. In between episodes, you can always head to the G Thanks Instagram at G Thanks Just Bought It Pod and the G Thanks Facebook group to get and give life-changing recommendations of your own. Subscribe to our weekly sale and discount emails at gthanks.substack.com. It's free. And you can reach me at caroline at gthanksjustboughtit.com or leave me a message at 424 0736 with a product recommendation and you may be featured on an upcoming episode. G Thanks is powered by subscribers like you. To keep all of our G Thanks content free and accessible to all, consider making a monthly donation of $2 to keep us going at patreon.com slash G Thanks and friends. <laughs> <laughs>